Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about woke culture, um, mental health and alternative movements throughout the centuries. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in these kind of things and to know um, my opinions, the way I see it, um, then stay tuned um, because it's going to be an interesting podcast. So, first of all, I wanted to start off with saying that the recent mental health acceptance movement is actually, in some ways, in some ways it's positive because it's like, well, um, you're allowed to talk about it, you know, it's important for you to talk about your emotions, um, it's important that people are not ashamed of what they're going through and that there is no stigma around mental illness because um yeah because it's a physical thing you know mental illness tends to be largely you know physical something is going wrong with the brain it's misfiring or there's heavy metals in the brain etc so there's a good part about that but then I also am suspicious about it because well there's there's a dark side and the dark side is that people are made to believe that their mental health their mental illness is a personality trait and they're owning it almost as if well this is me this is just me this is who I am this is the way I was born you know born this way you know accept me as I am you know born this way when really I think people need to see that it is not their fault it's not actually a personality trait and it's not part of who they are mental illnesses are caused by several factors and depending on what mental illness is I won't go too much into it this podcast because it's not really what it's about um but um heavy metals in the brain um chemical exposure um so the heavy metals sit in different parts of the brain blocking off um different neurotransmitters from uh, sending certain signals to their uh to the correct part of the brain so Basically, mental health um, is actually, it's a physical thing that's going on. It's also, it's worsened by chronic dehydration. It's worsened by the excess consumption of fatty foods because that oxidises the heavy metals in the brain. And um, so it's a physical thing. And it's not something that, you know, it's not a life sentence. It's not something that anyone should have to claim and be like, oh, this is me, this is my personality. No. If it causes suffering, if it's something like, for example, I used to have really bad OCD, really bad OCD, and I was still me when I had it. Um, I was obviously just having to do these weird things that, like, my mind told me to do, and I have to do. I'd have to do them over and over and over again, and I just couldn't relax. And I knew something inside me was like, "Nah, this isn't right. This isn't part of me." It's not like a fun thing. So the kind of, oh, accept me as I am, you know, that side of things. Like, yeah, it's important for people to have acceptance for themselves and compassion and definitely should never be ostracised. But it's also important for us to realise the root of mental illnesses is not ourselves. It's not because it's our personality or because we've done something wrong or whatever because... Um, because these things actually do create 
a lot of suffering. They create a lot of um, they create a lot of um, distrust because you start to think, why am I doing this? I don't want to. It's not my will to do this. But you do things that are against your own will. Like it's, with OCD, that's what it is. It's like you're you're kind of like surprised by yourself. You're like, why am I doing this? Engaging in this practice which is harming myself um, is the same with a lot of things you know like um, people think that um, for example um, you know self-harming um, they think that eating disorders are a choice they think that all these things are a choice they're not choices they're literally things that are all different basically expressions of being toxic being poisoned having a poisonous liver being overburdened with heavy metals in the brain and your liver is maxed out and can't deal with it and so yeah so there's many different reasons why uh, people have mental illnesses and basically um, these illnesses are they're to some degree curable um, so what I mean by to some degree is that um, different metals get trapped in different parts of the brain so depending on where the metals are that's going to affect what kind of issues you're going to have um, so there is a way to get the metals out um, I think the first part is knowing it's not your fault, it's not your personality you know, because that's what this whole mental health accepts acceptance movement is like part of it like there's a good side to it but like I say there's an edge to it which is like well I think it's almost like government campaigns to kind of take to take the onus off them when really they know that well I'm not sure if they do or not but you know actually toxic exposure due to poor government legislation and policies and the industrial revolution so people being exposed to vast vast amounts of toxins that, that shouldn't be a, have been exposed to via the water system via working in toxic conditions so I feel like it's almost like a government ploy to well okay I, I own my mental illness it's me it's me you know and putting the onus again back onto us so it's our fault um, when really no it's not your fault you've done nothing wrong it's not your genetics it's not your family line it's not none of that none of that not one bit um, so yeah um, I personally just wanted to share this I wanted to speak to it because I think it's very very important um, that you can actually remove the heavy metals from your body with the right information so um, I use um, information from a man called Anthony William um, he is also known as the medical medium his um, I have all his books and they've helped me so much they've honestly been a life saver for me um, and he basically talks about how um, first thing in the morning you should get up you should have a litre of lime water lemon water um, wait half an hour and then have a litre of celery juice uh, celery juice is great because the sodium cluster salts in celery juice help to calm the neurons so if you're, you have trauma then your neurons will be over firing they'll be burning themselves out basically because when you're really really stressed the neuron actually 
the neuron itself actually heats up and it can burn holes in the brain it can actually cause damage to the brain especially when combined with heavy metals that's a toxic combination so if your neurons are burnt out from stress from overthinking from PTSD the first thing you can do for yourself is get properly hydrated and I would recommend doing the lime water waiting half an hour for that to absorb then having the celery juice up a whole litre if possible, but if not, you can start with half a litre or a quarter litre, whatever you can manage, because it's, it's quite an unusual taste, the celery juice, because that actually, what it does is it um, kills the neurons in the brain, um, it, celery juice does so much for you, but honestly, like it gives you natural energy, natural concentration, and then I wait uh, another half an hour for that to absorb, and then I have a heavy metal detox smoothie, which has... Um, um, five different ingredients all for detoxing heavy metals it's um, got wild blueberry powder it has spirulina powder it has coriander it has Atlantic seaweed dulse um, which is incredible for pulling out metals from your body and it has barley grass juice powder and um, these five ingredients basically work together to gently remove the heavy metals from your brain and from your body um, yeah so they are really really amazing um, I've been doing this for a year now and oh my goodness the difference it's made the celery just alone is powerful you know um, like for example my OCD that used to be so bad it used to be crippling I used to Honestly, I used to struggle with it every single day and I thought that I would have to struggle with it for the rest of my life. But I would say the symptoms of OCD have reduced 90%, maybe 95%, which I didn't think was possible, um, to be quite honest with you. Um, so yeah, um, this information from Anthony William literally saved my life, it changed my life. Um yeah honestly like before him I had no clue what was going on in my brain no clue what's going on in my body um, but yeah different mental illnesses are caused by different uh, toxins, different metals in different parts of the brain um, Alzheimer's is caused by metals in the brain, dementia is caused by metals in the brain ADHD is caused by metals in the brain um, so yeah, like a lot and a lot of conditions that people don't realise they think are genetic, they don't have a clue. It's all metals in the brain, it's all toxic exposure. And the good news is, is you can greatly reduce your symptoms and or prevent future conditions such as Alzheimer's, such as dementia. And it's it's amazing. It's honestly truly, truly, truly amazing what you can do with this information. Um so yeah, I wanted to continue on and say that a lot of the wokeness that is going ar going around right now in, in social media and in, in the world, basically a lot of these trendy ideas, a lot of it is a load of rubbish. Um, you know, like there's so much new age, new age rubbish that is going around right now 
that is actually leading people straight and it's not actually helping them. Um, like for example, the whole, you created your illness, you manifested it. Um, if there's something bad in your life and it was you that manifested it, it's your fault and you need to take ownership of that. That's, lo that's a load of rubbish. Um, I think the thing is, is that people don't realise I think people, a lot of people just don't realise and they're searching for something and they find something may not necessarily be true but it kind of helps um, but a lot of it is coming from intellectual analysis rather from the actual truth and I think the truth is so, 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 so powerful, the truth. It literally sets us free um, from lies and deception. So I just want to like really remind people to be rigorous and um, where they're getting their information from and if it's actually helping them or if it's hindering them because there is a lot of rubbish out there. There's a lot of, I think part of the reason why ideas become so popular which aren't actually helpful um, is because these ideas support the status quo as it is so for example the whole self-care thing self-care is an act of revolution right there's a light side to that there's a good side to that but the advertising companies absolutely loved it they loved this whole self-care self-love thing because they were like you know what we're going to use that and we're going to use that to try and make people to buy more stuff so i feel i've been thinking this a lot recently there needs to be a real um, alternative um, counterculture which actually threatens the current structures, power structures and systems that are in the world right now because a lot of the wokeness, a lot of the woke movement, it's not actually challenging anything, it's not really making a major difference um, and I think to make a major difference there needs to be some really um, revolutionary, practical ideas going about um, which take back power and abstain um, from giving more power, giving more of our power away to the elite because that's what it is, um, you know, they literally, they need us to be as wealthy as they are they need us to have all that they have and this whole system is set up so that we are struggling and give them our power give the, give our power away to um you know the ruling class um so you know if we're struggling that much and we are also being deceived as well so i think if it's being endorsed by capitalism. Be, just be very, very aware that the reason why they are endorsing it, the reason why they're putting it on the front page of the news, there's a reason why they're putting it in all the social media blogs that are allowing that the algorithm to favour these things is because they want us to be stuck in a state of confusion and m many, many uh, of these things actually do that. They serve the status quo because... They make us blame ourselves and they make us think that everything can be solved by just loving ourselves and if there's something wrong with yourself, you just don't love yourself enough and you just need to buy yourself a few more bath bombs to, 
a few more bath bombs to, you know, make yourself a sane person and a good person and, you know, the more you love yourself and accept yourself then but it's like no, our our liberation, in my opinion, uh, is collective. So, um, you know, we need to be working together and freeing each other and helping to set each other free. It's not just about you know, um, self liberation and um, in a vacuum, you know, and self love in a vacuum. It's not. It's about justice. You know, so I I think it's more about justice. It's more about Universal, universal principles such as justice, such as compassion, uh, such as uh, freedom. So these kinds of things, it's across the board, you know. You know, it's liberation. You know, these things are super, super powerful and important and are actually, in my opinion, more important than the whole love yourself until you're better, accept your mental health. It's like, yeah, but at the same time, if there's something that is keeping you down and you're being oppressed, if there's something that's oppressing you, if there's a system that's oppressing you, then just loving yourself is not enough. You, you need to love yourself, you need to take care of yourself, you need to have compassion for yourself, but you also need to see that it's not your fault and, in my eyes, take action and come together with other people who are like-minded eh, and, you know, elevate the information lift it up and make forge a different path for your generation um, because at the end of the day if we don't do it then you know the next generation our potential children will have to deal with a lot they'll have a lot because if it's bad now it's only going to get worse so I think it's so 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 important for us to get real and look inside ourselves and see the things that are holding us back um, and actually look, look, use critical minds because I find this is really interesting. When I was in high school, I did philosophy with my, um, uh, I think I was like in fourth year or something like that or fifth year and I chose philosophy. It was optional. But it was so, so important because we actually learned to observe the fallacies uh, which were being used in arguments. And I feel that that really helped to set me up for life. It helped me to use my critical mind because basically you were shown um, arguments and common um, common fallacies which actually um, are used all the time um, to basically deceive people and... Uh, which actually don't really make sense. So it's like um, a fallacy is just an argument that actually doesn't add up. It's some it's a statement that basically doesn't add up. Um, so yeah, like fallacies, um, they're being used left, right, and center in the world today, literally all over the place, um, and they're being used a lot by authority to deceive people as well. So um, learning about these fallacies was super important for me. And empowering myself so that's what I think we need to be vigilant and learning about fallacies and about um, obviously about basically just to empower ourselves so that we can think critically and not just uh, eat up any claptrap that is being served to us and and I think that is on us no one else can do do that for us you know no one can do that for a person because 
if it was the ruling elite's choice, we would all just listen to whatever they, to they told us and just eat it up and just, yeah, thank you for the information, you know, and not think critically, but it is up to each individual and it's up to us collectively to elevate by um, using our own rigour um, and using our own intelligence and learning about fallacies and how fallacies um, are being used and how to think critically um, because critical thinking is one of the best weapons you have to protect yourself uh, in the system. So um, yeah, I think it's super duper important because there is a lot of stuff in the woke movement that is fallacious, full of fallacies, um, and there is a lot of stuff um, that government's doing right now that's full of a fa uh, fallacies, and they're doing a lot of appeals to authority. For anyone who knows about fallacies, they use the appeal to authority, uh, which is trust the science, trust the scientist, when really anyone within scientific communities knows that there is always dispute within scientific communities and a true scientist wouldn't want you to just trust the scientist they would want you to ask questions and um, debate and you know look into it yourself and science is always um, changing it's constantly changing you know science today isn't the same as what it was 50 years ago it's constantly progressing so any true scientist knows that, um, you know, you know, people need to be able to do their own research, and um, the whole trust the science, you know, is basically just it's 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 a fallacy, and it's called an appeal to authority. And it, when you make appeal to an appeal to authority, it just means you're blindly trusting in authority, and you're saying because that person is an authority figure, um, then they should therefore be trusted. It's like me saying, oh, um. My head teacher is my head teacher. Trust him. He can do no wrong. When we all know that each person as an individual um, has free will and can choose to do whatever they want. And just because they're in an authority position doesn't mean that they are exempt from making mistakes. It doesn't mean they're uh, exempt from manipulation or coercion. Um, so yeah, look into fallacies. Probably quite a lot of you already know about fallacies. But if you don't, look into fallacies. Um, look into how you can protect yourself and arm yourself with knowledge and information because it's so important in this coming times to be able to think for yourself and to think independently and to think critically. I would also recommend a documentary called The Century of the Self by Adam Curtis. He talks a lot about the manipulation of people in, via the government starting in the 50s with advertising, starting with PR, starting with a man called er Edward Bernays. Edward Bernays was a public relations officer who actually was, um, he was paid basically by the government to help figure out, he was also, he also was a psychologist, he knew about psychology, so he was paid by the government to figure out how to manipulate people with advertising, uh, how to control the masses, because they believed that the people were not powerful enough, they weren't strong enough to to govern themselves and rule themselves so that's where we have this system which is trying to you know control and manipulate people and um, because they believe that we're not um we don't have what it takes they believe that we're you know it's a lot of it's based on freudian theory which basically says that 
people need help from the government they are not um they are not um capable of ruling and governing governing themselves um so yeah um so yeah what actually upsets me is there is no real alternative youth movement because our culture right now is largely controlled um, through like the internet and a lot of the stuff which goes viral is allowed to go viral is allowed to go viral because it's not even true you know like I want to see what I want to see in the coming times is strong young people educating themselves educating each other and coming together more in person face to face um that's what I want to see I think it's just so so important um because at the end of the day um you know all throughout the last century there was alternative youth movements um but one by one they all got co-opted by capitalism and became more about appearance and ego than um and they were alternatives, though they did have some core elements that were really, uh, had potential and were special. Um, but like, where is the alternative youth movements today? That's what I want to know. I want to know where is the, the real opposition, you know. Um, because, you know, being revolutionary being rebellious it's exciting you know being educate educating yourself it's exciting it's fun and um, why is there not more of that in these times um and i know there's a lot of wokeness but like personally i think a lot of the wokeness it's too watered down it's too namby pamby some of it's not even true um i think it's super important to for us to actually say no, we're, we're going to take this to extremes, you know. We are willing to go to extremes to protect ourselves because the government, the powers that be, the big companies, they're willing to go to extremes to get all of our money from us, to take our energy from us, to rule over us, to oppress us. So we need to be willing to go to extremes, go hard or go home, to protect our children to protect ourselves from this dark agenda. Um, I want to see a movement which is not just posers, um, not just, oh, you know, look at us, look how woke we are, look how amazing we are, virtue signalling. I don't want a movement that's all about that. I don't want a movement that's solely focused on individual elevation. I want a movement which is focused on collective liberation and that cares for the next man, the next woman, as much as they care for themselves because truly our liberation is literally, it's, it's dependent on the liberation of others, you know. Like, for example, the liberation of the Palestinian people. Until they're free, none of us are free, you know. Because either any of us could have been born there and we could be in that oppressive situation right now. It's the same with the liberation of animals. You know, I could have, you know, I could have been born an animal. This is the way I see it. Life is life. It's so, ran you know, it's so, it's so intricate and so, it's so, 
amazing and and it's so wonderful um, and life force energy should not be disrespected in the way that we're disrespecting it the way that we keep animals in you know mass factory farms it's disrespectful like life is sacred life is beautiful life is amazing why should if we disrespect life then we are disrespecting ourselves and we're disrespecting our own inner selves um so yeah it's one thing that i think is so important is that we come together and bring different causes together not just because i, I kind of see it's like little pockets there's like the vegans over here there's the socialists over here you know <laughs> there's the woke ones over here the spiritual crew the spiritual crew the, there's the yoga crew there's the uh, racial justice crew i want to see those different things being brought together and unified because at the end of the day they're all so interconnected so i think it's important to bring the different activists from different lines of activism together and to put their differences aside and work together because together we have so much more power um and to get out of our own little petty ways of thinking our petty egos um driven our petty ego driven minds and um, blaze our own path forward um, for the future and for young people but also I kind of just want to see this because it's fun <laughs> it's the funnest thing ever I don't know if anyone has ever been part of a crew of activists but it's the funnest thing like see when you all get together and go camping and stuff and like you know you're having really interesting productive conversations you're learning from each other you're betting yourselves you know and I feel like that you know it's like the saying each one teach one and um, everyone has something something to share everyone knows something so it's like we all learn from each other you know and you know we d- we, we define ourselves amongst ourselves kind of thing so it's like you know I I am me I only am me because you are you do you know what I mean like we need the contrast we need the difference so that we can each be ourselves and it's just such a blessing to be you know individuals but it's such a blessing when individuals come together um to chat to learn from each other and to make change um so yeah like um i'm gonna be speaking more about this kind of thing in the coming times um as much as i can really and go into more detail about you know my personal story etc um but yeah thank you anyone who has listened this far um i hope you all have a great week And I will see you in the next podcast. Take care.